0: Hello podcast listeners, anime fans, this is Torin. And this is Andrew. And today is going to be an interesting one, because we're finally getting to the rising of the S.H.I.E.L.D. hero, um, that we've been like commenting about for the last three episodes, I think. Yeah, hinting at,
1: it's just very long, especially for binging purposes.
0: Yeah, 25 episodes for the first season, Um, which at least when it released, it was... Uh, you know, two parts, like as it aired. But uh, yeah, binging 25 episodes has been rough, especially uh, a show like Shield Hero. With that aside, for the next thing we're going to watch, uh, keep an eye out on social media because the new seasons has uh, been going. And uh, we'll have to figure out what we're going to cover next. So keep an eye out there. This is going to be a slightly different episode because this is, once again, like we said, like 25 episodes. There's a lot for us to talk about. And uh with this type of show um my notes are a lot of comments and kind of like commentary. So I we're probably going to have a very different structure on this one and uh you'll see how that goes. Uh before we get into it though, uh Andrew, go ahead, give us your uh rating, your uh, little slogan or whatever. Okay, so
1: my the the slogan is uh <laughs> I want to preface the saying. I changed my score about in the second half of the season uh, because I started getting fed up with some stuff. Yeah. But at the beginning of the season, I wrote, "Everybody's a prick, nobody listens." Nine out of (laughs) ten.
0: Okay. Well, that is uh interesting.
1: What? So, would you drop it 2 I'm gonna go with an eight at the later half of the season because I was really sick of everyone being a prick.
0: Oh wow. Okay. Um, this will be interesting. Uh, did you have a slogan or anything about this, or just meh? That that
1: was the everyone. That is, is the, literally <laughs> okay. That's just the slogan. I, mean, I could
0: talk about. I,
1: I mean, it's a big enough show that you kind of can get the premise of an isekai, and there's a guy who's the shield hero. That's yeah. enough.
0: Uh, which is kind of funny because my slogan is "Rising of a Shield Hero" can be understood from its parts. Edge Lord protagonist check. Harem check. Video game world check. It's exactly what you would expect, and I kind of in the same as you. I gave it a seven out of ten, though, and I'd say in the later part it's more like a six. So maybe I'll call it six and a half.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure how far to drop it, honestly, because I,
0: I I know,
1: I know. Uh, so my history it, with this is I've read the light novel. Okay. Back back prior to the manga coming out. Oh wow, okay, so this was popular when light novels were the the big thing that coming out okay. and then the manga came out go ahead yeah you're you're gonna go
0: on so well, I, I have a
1: long history with this
0: well a, a quick a quick thing is the anime from your perspective uh equivalent it, to the light novels way worse better uh, in in I mean obviously it's hard to judge something that way, but
1: it is difficult to say. Um, I would say the light novels had way more detail,
0: makes but sense. But
1: the the major story beats all hit the same. Okay. Uh, so I would say they're about equivalent.
0: About equivalent.
1: Um, like they're not cutting major content.
0: Which okay, that's interesting. As we're getting into this, we'll we'll see why. I also think that's partly interesting. But for those of you who uh, need it. Updated, especially if you're going to watch season two, which is in the current season airing. Um, This is a very unusual synopsis for me. So, the country of Melamark summons the four cardinal heroes to help fight off the waves of catastrophe. The four heroes come from different universe, different universes, modern Japan's. Our main protagonist, now Fumi, is summoned as the Shield Hero. After being ostracized due to being set up multiple times, now Fumi must set out on his own to survive. He slowly builds up a party, strengthens, him, strengthens himself, cleaning up after the other heroes and creating a place uh, in the world. It's very generic, partly because that's pretty much the premise. Like, a lot happens. And mm-hmm. there is a bunch of stuff I skipped over, which we'll get into as we're talking through that. Okay, first off... So I had mentioned in the synopsis that the four cardinal heroes get summoned. The first thing we see, though, is that our main protagonist is apparently, in essence, a neat. I guess he helped his sibling, his brother, I think it was, uh, not get in with a bad crowd or something or saved him Mm -hmm. from a bad crowd. And his parents were, in essence, like, yeah, you can just waste your life away doing whatever you want. Um, I don't know parents that would let you do that. Right. <laughs> uh, why was this a necessary plot point? Anyway, it's literally a few seconds. Uh, but we find out that our character um, goes to the library, reads light novels, uh, apparently plays video games because you see a video game opened on his computer. Uh, but he goes to the yeah. library, picks up a book about the four Carl the heroes, and gets summoned to another world. And uh, mm-hmm. there you go. First few minutes, in essence, out of the way. So. He gets summoned to, as I mentioned, Melormark, um, and in Melormark, uh, he is one of the four heroes. So we've got the spear, the bow, the uh, shield that he is, and then you have the uh, sword. So you've got the four different heroes, and this is kind of right away where I'm a little confused. So one of them's a high schooler, like 17. I think that's the sword hero uh, is the high schooler. Um, our main protagonist is a second year at college, I guess. Uh, Even though he, did, in essence, does nothing at the same time. I guess he is attending college. The other two, I think, were both also college students. One was, I think, a first year. Uh, I forget what the other one was. But they're all late teens, in essence. So you're yes, talking. They,
1: Naofumi and Motiasu are in their 20s. Itski is nineteen and Ren is eighteen, as yeah. far as I'm, I can remember.
0: <laughs> yeah. So they're all, they're all of age where they should have common sense. Like yes. they're they're gonna have issues. They're still teenagers. They're not uh, fully grown adults um, who have been through a bunch. But they are not idiots. They should be right. somewhat competent. So I do find it interesting that one of the first things that happens is all of them just like turn down being heroes for this world that they get summoned into and It's kind yeah, of they a just nice refuse tw- instantly <laughs> yeah our main protagonist is in essence like yeah i'll at least hear you out and all three of the other ones are like why would we do this you summoned us here uh you know against our will for, what's yeah. in it for me immediately yeah what's why what do i getting out of this why should we help you what's our rewards yeah kind of a nice twist on it most mm-hmm. most of these uh either the main character gets dragged into it or uh it's just immediately okay in essence with being yeah, in- yeah. a lot
1: of, a lot of the instant isekai we've summoned you hero tends to result in oh yeah i'll just go along with whatever man yeah so
0: it's kind of a nice twist where it's like okay so our our heroes um are not going to be uh too stereotypical with how they step into this world they're going to be a bit more critical or uh a holes If you want to say uh, they're more self-serving, which Mm -hmm. does play into issues later on. Uh, But anyway, they take them in front of the king and the whole situation is explained. These waves of catastrophes uh, are going to happen over time. More and more waves will happen and they have to fight off these waves to apparently save the world. Um, They're going to be given money, reputation, uh, your typical stuff. Like, hey, save the world. We'll try to reward you how we can. Uh, but right away we find out that the king just completely ignores our our, ignores our protagonist, the mm-hmm. uh, shield hero. For some reason, he doesn't like the shield hero. He uh, doesn't even let him introduce himself. Uh, sh- shrugs him off when he does let him introduce himself because our main character is kind of like, hey, yo, me. Right, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so for some reason, the king doesn't like the shield hero. That's fine. Uh, so far, interesting premise for the show. Mm-hmm. Our main character is not, uh, too weird. Like he, he's kind of outside the shell of normal. Okay. I like it. World building's already interesting. We've got these catastrophes. Uh, we've got multiple heroes and we find out it is a video game world. So they have like this menu that, uh, is just in their periphery that they can look at and it pops up all their statuses. Video game world. Cool. But then we find out that our heroes are from different universes. So they're all from modern Japan, but it's different modern Japans. That's cool. They all think that this is a game. Like from their various worlds. They're all different games. They're all but they're Mm -hmm. apparently the same game, kind of.
1: Well, no, they they all reference different online games, though Naofumi explicitly doesn't play online games, so he has no idea what they're talking about.
0: Yeah. So it's like, okay, they're similar enough to a particular game in each of their universes that they're like, oh, it's this game. But it's mm-hmm. different. I like this idea that our characters are not from the same world. Like, they're they're all from different parallel universes. This means that they should have different perspectives, different understandings. It is a nice twist. Uh, I was a little confused with the fact that now Fumi had zero reference to this. We did see a game on his computer... Um, so he is a gamer, but he seems almost too ignorant.
1: So, okay, so uh, we visually we saw him uh, play games on his computer, but it never references him playing games on in the light novel.
0: Okay, so yeah. so
1: it it feels more like oh look in the anime this is the the
0: concept it's a game or or more like. Since he's in essence a neat, they're like, Oh, he even though in reality he's more of like a light novel reader, like he just reads light novels, it seems.
1: Yeah, uh, he, he tends to spend his time at the library while not
0: being a nerd. Yeah, so or it, the spying stuff. It just might have been an issue with the anime where they're like, Yeah, we need to on his computer have a video game pulled open. And it was like just a menu for a game, it's not like you just saw mm-hmm. a game itself, but Right. Uh you see him like you see it up in the background, I see I think you see him close it when he's gonna go to the library or whatever. Uh, so it is an interesting our main hero has in essence complete ignorance about video games is kind of how they're playing it out and mm-hmm. we come to find out later that that might actually be the purpose of the shield hero is that they're not supposed to look at this as a game like it almost seems like they all are people who are not gamers they're people who uh, look at the world as a world and not just hey I'm stuck in a video game Right. so it's cool to kind of See that start from here. Um but anyway, so they have to go and get their party set up. So they go back to the king, uh the, all these heroes are assembled and they have to pick whose party they want to be in. No one picks Naofumi's party, the shield hero's yes. party. Uh this is probably cuz the king said not to? Um or at least that the history of yeah, their kingdom you,
1: you, you bring you bring in a bunch of adventurers uh to this going to let them pick. Uh, which hero they want to follow. Let's explicitly only pick people who follow our religion.
0: Yeah, in both. essence. Uh the religion. We don't know at the time, but yeah. In essence it's the three heroes like religion or whatever, three cardinals religion, uh, which is all but the shield. Uh yes. so later you find out that's probably what it was was more that like this nation's past and the religion just doesn't recognize the shield, so no one picks the shield hero. This is where I start to get into a little bit of an issue. Our hero Is almost too desperate at this time to get someone to be in his group. Mm -hmm. He has no reason to think that him not having a party at this moment would like get him killed or anything. Right? It's he's too new to the world, but he is desperate to get someone in. Begging somebody, yeah. Like he is trying to trade with, like make deals with the other hero, one of the other heroes. He's he is super desperate, and it doesn't make sense to me. Like he has no reason. To really think his life is at risk that much. Like if he'd gone out and attempted to fight something or like they did like maybe a little training thing where they last the night they show up, they like took him out to like Mm -hmm. teach him a bit of the world or something with like maybe the guard or the like captain of the guards or something. And -hmm. then he realized like, oh, crap, I can't fight because I don't have a weapon. I only have a shield. And then they did this. I'd believe it more. Mm -hmm. But he is super desperate. Um, which felt very out of place to me. Uh, a girl does volunteer to join his party after him begging and wheel, trying to wheel and deal and all that. A uh, random girl, who is mine, uh, just volunteers to join his party. I don't remember. This is my second time watching this. I knew what mine was going to do in the future and that she was, in essence, setting him up. But I feel like when I've watched the first time, you even knew that something's up. And part of it is they don't, put any effort into her character at this moment Mm -hmm. she's just like overly nice right away and you don't learn anything about her like she's she's in essence a blank slate that's just like Mm -hmm. overly nice to him which kind of has that feeling of what's going on like something's not right here
1: yeah Uh, it definitely it definitely feels that way of like oh goodbye i'm here to leave
0: yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you should buy all this armor and you should spend all your money. And, like, uh, it's, yeah, it's almost too convenient that nothing's put into her character. She's overly nice and he's spending pretty much all his money uh, and buying her a bunch of gear. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, obviously mine is using him. I kind of commented, like, oh, yeah, obviously she's far too forward. She, like, he's spending all his money. Uh, she's going to betray him. Um mm-hmm. So now Fumi does get summoned back to the king uh and then he's blamed because apparently the night before when he went to bed and was like, "Oh, thank you, mine for joining my party. I'm so glad someone like joined me." Uh she decided to uh go talk to the spear hero and in essence say that she was uh, abused or uh sexually harassed by yes. now Fumi. So he gets summoned that next day with a bunch of guards and uh they you know, everyone just immediately believes the girl and turns on the hero for whatever reason. Uh, we get yeah. the- so, so
1: like, I can totally understand the kingdom people immediately believing that, yeah, she's a princess, kingdom, yeah, she's the princess, and this is a matriarchy which they vaguely mentioned, I think, even in the first episode, but all of the other heroes are immediately like. <laughs> oh yeah no screw that guy he, yeah. he definitely did it there's no I, way he
0: didn't do it i get i get the uh the spear guy he's a giant pervert he um he really likes the girls he mm-hmm. he thinks he needs to protect the weak girls uh especially the lollies um so yeah i get why he was would be uh very upset but yeah they had zero conf- conflicts like as they were talking uh, and setting up everything and talking about and learning about their different worlds and that they're from parallel universes. The only real conflict between the heroes at that point was all three other heroes going, yeah, in every version of the game that we understand that's similar to this, the shield sucks. Um, yeah, but they also
1: come off as the type of people who's like, I need the DPS. Yeah. I I play the DPS. <laughs> I'm like, I never play anything support. Like, yeah. Have you ever played any kind of MMO? Yeah. If you go into a boss fight without a tank, you're dead instantly.
0: Unless that game is very unbalanced, you are dead. Uh, yes. So yeah, it's all about the supports, man. And I do find it fin- funny that there's no like dedicated healers. There's people who know healing magic, but it seems like there's no dedicated healers, which is interesting. Right, yeah. uh, know, even in other people's parties, it didn't seem like there
1: were too many... Dedicated healers.
0: It was like healer and wind or like healer and some other magic. Uh, It seemed like they could do both. Um, So this is another almost piss poor writing where I don't get why the other heroes would just immediately be like, oh, yeah, he's a horrible person. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he totally did this. I get it. He didn't defend himself. And this comes up later that like he just accepted it. He kind of tried, but it was immediately shut down because um, everyone believes everything mine said no matter what no one ever doubts her at any point in time until way later uh um, right are you kidding me are you, are you no one not a single person ever doubts anything she says this is a trope that they do way too often uh in okay
1: so do you, do you mind if i pull something from like episode 25 here yeah go ahead <laughs> the queen tells ev- the whole court my daughter is a pathological liar. We've known this the, her whole life.
0: Yeah. Everyone knows this, apparently. The whole kingdom, at least the court, knows this. And everyone just immediately believes everything she ever says at any point in time. Yes. Like, they, there's not a single person that ever doubts her, other than, like, the queen and now Fumi and his party. But like everyone else ever in the show, there's not a single point that anyone doubts her up until after the trial. Like after the queen says this and she's put on trial for being a traitor, which is, yeah, what, episode 21 or something? 22? Mm -hmm. Like up until this point, anytime she ever says anything, she's immediately believed. Even like the heroes, when after a few things happen where they're like, oh, you might not actually be like... As bad as we think you are, S.H.I.E.L.D. hero, the next time she ever speaks or says anything, they just immediately are like, yeah, you're right. Like, <laughs> yeah. why would you be lying? It's like, Fumi already told you, especially uh, the sword and bow, Ren and the other guy, uh, Is- Isake or whatever. I don't remember his name. It, it It'suki? I got to the point where I just didn't even bother and I just called them yeah, by the weapons.
1: I, it, <laughs> um, I did that earlier and then they kept saying their names so often I was like, okay, fine. I I've, I've now internalized their names.
0: So immediately everyone believes her. Uh, he's apparently, uh, you know, he sexually harassed her and uh, yes, totally that's what happened. Uh, so he gets, in essence, kicked out of being an official hero. So it's like you have to go fend for yourself. Yeah. Bye seems weird if you sexually harassed the princess of a kingdom even if well, you're they a said hero they just, we would have killed you if you weren't the hero it still seems weird that you would just let the hero wander yeah like or not like
1: ship him off to another country you hate this guy yeah it's yeah.
0: there's all these other nations yeah you think maybe you're like well we got three of the four that's enough like to ship yeah. him off to another nation ban him from the country or something no nope. Nope. It's you're just willing to have this person who's apparently so bad as to sexually harass the princess of a kingdom wander your kingdom. Right. Freely. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> um, so at this point though he wanders off and we oh I forgot uh, we met the shopkeep when he was with mine. Right. Love the shopkeep. Cool guy. Uh, one of the Shop best NPCs. The,
1: the the best person in the <laughs> like in terms of mental quality it was like he's totally reasonable
0: uh yeah he's supposed to i think he's supposed to partly be the stand-in for the uh watcher because there's multiple times he comments about like just the stupidity of something that Nowfumi will do where it's Mm -hmm. like dude this is my shop what are you doing or like when he's going around copying all the shields he's like you're gonna put me out of business like (laughs) dude (laughs)
1: um that's not like Nowfumi was buying those shields anyway like he was, wasn't going to buy them anyway, even if he wasn't copying them.
0: And he did eventually apparently pay for them. So that's cool. Um, but like yeah, spending a bunch of
1: money on other things.
0: Love the shopkeep. Uh, it did feel a little weird that the princess knew about him, took the guy to him. And yet it seems like the shopkeep's not that big of it. Like it seems like pretty much the shield hero is his only customer, you know, and maybe like the average person. Uh, yeah. You don't see any of the other uh, heroes go there. You don't see anyone else major go there. So it's like, Okay, is he just like a, a diamond in the rough, like shopkeep off in the corner, or I don't know. Oh no. Anyway, uh, so they do go out and finally fight, uh, and they fight balloons. So it's this this show's version of slimes, <laughs> yes. In essence, um, super weak, easy to kill for the most part, unless you only have a shield, which is blunt damage. So uh, I mean, okay. even then, he can punch them yeah but it's blunt damage so (laughs) punch a balloon (laughs) or yeah uh and we find out yes he's he's weak uh we do learn Mm -hmm. a little bit about the apparent mechanics of this world um as far as our protagonist goes he can feed monster pieces to his shield uh to unlock skills Mm -hmm. so it's kind of the same as the trope of like main character eats a monster and earns a skill based off that monster it's kind of the same premise
1: Or Uh, alternatively in mmos you collect parts and use those to build new weapons
0: uh yeah it's similar premise to that other than obviously or not obviously you can only use your your hero weapon uh we kind of find out later that that's not entirely the case but yeah yeah Uh, so yeah you can uh unlock abilities and skills yeah uh this does explain his overpoweredness as you go out, kill more monsters, uh, feed them ever-stronger pieces from monsters, and unlock ever-stronger uh, abilities. Mm-hmm. Later, we do find out that uh, this is apparently somewhat unique to him, as far as other the other heroes do this, but they don't seem to get as strong of skills or abilities, which might be either A, their DPS focus, maybe they're just not utilizing these other abilities, or... Uh, maybe it's, as we find out later, the games that they understand that they think this is, they're locking themselves into those mechanics. And
1: it is definitely that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, so in this world, we find out that it's actually not just a video game world. It's a, the games, the world's mechanics are what you believe them to be. And if you think that the world's mechanics work a different way, they can work that way. Um, which I actually do like that twist on it that they think it's the certain game. So like the, the spear guy, I guess is I think he's the one that said, yeah, I go touch a spear and I, in essence, duplicate its abilities onto my spear. Mm -hmm. So he copies them. Um, so that's like how he's mainly been upgrading his equipment and gear versus another guy, uh, I think he said like, it's crafting, like all about crafting, like he thought you need to disassemble. Uh, weapons to get the parts to then craft a new weapon. Um, I forget what the third guy said, but... uh, It was like uh, enhancement parts or
1: or like proficiency points or something like that. Okay,
0: skill in essence. Uh, Yeah. So yeah, I do like that idea. And I do think maybe they'll utilize it at some point. Uh, When now Fumi finds out that it's not that case, but it's the fact that your rule book that like pops up that tells you how the mechanics work... Is based mm-hmm. off your belief and that if you believe another system exists, it'll be added to the rule book. He yes. never actually ends up telling them because they were all sick on the boat and he couldn't get a word in. Yeah, and then just gave up. Yeah, and then <laughs> just gave up. Because he's a prick. Yeah.
1: Um and, and to be fair, they're also pricks.
0: But <laughs> to me that also felt like a ah, we don't want our characters to like get stronger faster yet. So Yeah, because they're not.
1: The protagonists, yeah,
0: so we're just gonna um we're gonna take away the excuse, and he tried to tell them, uh, but he couldn't pull it off uh so it's kind of annoying uh, we don't see him try one of the other two systems, which kind of bugs me. It's like the moment you find out that this is the case, you'd think you would learn- we
1: try. He does try. He, he tries the weapon copying one when he goes to the shop. Yeah. And when they're riding to the the ship, he put he's like messing with his screen while they're on the. Okay,
0: so I guess that's thing. supposed and to be like, him that was doing
1: points. Per, proficiency points, and I don't know anything about doing the
0: like the deconstruct to get like material parts. crafting. I yeah. think are we supposed to assume that the the two weapons he gives them uh, on uh mar or whatever are we supposed to assume that he crafted those or that they were drops he crafted them
1: from uh, drops from drops so as maybe, part of the like you can throw items into your your weapon and it'll, you can use it as a crafting tool and he's like i was doing that by, by hand and they're like you're an idiot
0: yeah uh, other than i it turns out he might be better doing it by hand because he seems to craft really good quality stuff so it yep. might actually be that a example of yeah you can do it that way but learning yeah, the you skills get, you
1: get an average quality drop yeah at, but if you do it by hand it's higher quality
0: yeah um so one of the things i didn't understand because we're, we're we kind of get to the end of one where um uh, we find out that after this whole situation happens he ends up at a slave trader because the slave trader like grabs him on the street it's like mm-hmm. i have something that you'll want um and it turns out that it's a slave. Like, this person can't betray you. Uh, they can't uh, go against you like everyone else is right now, which, which we already talked about. That makes no sense. But anyway, so it's like, haha, buy a slave from me. Like, yes, they, they'll do exactly what you want. Um, and while he's there, he sees a half-raccoon girl who actually was in a dream that was the cold open of the show. So the cold open of the show showed him wearing his, uh, like, this is a dream in the real world before he got transferred where it showed him as the shield hero. And then it showed this half raccoon that looked like a slave, you know, dirty uh, little lolly uh, on the other side. So he actually sees that girl at the slave trader. Um, And this is probably one of the most interesting relationships he has with an NPC because the two of them get along extremely well uh, (laughs) because they are both businessmen like diehard businessmen. Um, and they both understand each other very well. So it actually makes a fun dynamic. Uh, one of the best examples was the, you know, he buys, he actually buys the half raccoon girl who turns out to be our, uh, Rephtalia, our main, uh, main person in his party in essence, like the main, yeah. his main chick. Um, uh, you, you were trying to avoid first harem member in that. Yeah, it's, it's it's his first harem member. Uh, and is the main one. She's the, the number one. Uh, yeah. But the thing is, uh, when he goes to buy her, he gives the guy uh, an extra coin and he's like, oh, you paid me one extra coin. He's like, you were going to ask for commission anyway. So <laughs> like, that's mm-hmm. how much they understand each other where, right? <laughs> like, they are, he already knew like, oh, you're going to ask for a little extra for commission, even though it's his business and, ugh, but whatever, uh, they just understand each other. It's really cool. So we go into episode two. Reftalia is now part of his group. Um, and apparently, she's sick and has a mental disorder. Uh, so
1: that mental disorder being PTSD. Yeah, PTSD. Uh,
0: the thing I don't understand is, I missed it this time around. Why can't he taste? Because we find out in this episode that he can't taste food. So uh, he
1: it it it's more prominent in the novel uh, that he suffered so much rage that he doesn't feel anything and he can't taste anything
0: <sighs> <laughs> yeah I was expecting that response was that just like to me that is a detail that if they should have just left out of the anime like just left it to the light novel just left out of the anime because they I don't think did a good job of introducing it they do a, they do a good job I guess of closing it out he, right,
1: when he, when he starts getting mentally better and uh, stops being an emo jerk. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can taste things now.
0: But it's like, maybe you should just left that out. <laughs> but okay. But yeah, we find out he can't taste, apparently, for that reason. I either missed it in the anime or, like you said, maybe they just didn't explain it well in the anime. Uh, or at all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so apparently we find out that the shield hero usually gets along with demi humans all the time uh the slave trader actually mentions after he leaves with her he's like oh yeah he picked her up just like just like you said or we find out the slave trader knew he was gonna pick her um
1: yes that is a plot point that i can't remember the specifics for
0: yeah i i think he just said it in general because later he meant he's actually talking to someone when he says something else but i think at that point he's just like oh just like x person said like he bought her um uh, But we find out that Reptalia's family slash village was attacked in the first wave and got just completely demolished. We find out later that uh, it didn't get completely, completely demolished. Um, Some local knights of a certain lord came through and uh, finished the job. Uh, Right. Which explains- Because
1: that's exactly what you do to uh, people who just had a natural disaster. You go in and clear them out and take slaves- you're right of your own people
0: you're right they're not people right because that's what this world some of them think is demi-humans are not people um i did find it interesting that demi-humans in this world as they level up their body ages in essence or like develops uh which is why humans apparently don't like them or at least this kingdom doesn't like them because they're not normal that when they level up they they Mm -hmm. progress but do they keep getting older like i'm wondering if you level up too fast is that why no. the old woman is so good? Because she used to be an adventurer.: <laughs> she...
1: <laughs> No, she's just an old lady. And no, uh, old be- uh, animal people just get buffer.: a-
0: age as they do. <laughs> yeah, they just get buffer, I guess. Because their body develops, I guess that just means that they get like stronger buffer or whatever. It- it's interesting. because um, yeah, Refttalilio is a little lolly kid. Which, come yeah. on, come on, why'd you, why'd you, anyway. Uh,
1: so that Nofumi can uh, realize she's grown up after uh, he, she breaks him out of the his sorrows.
0: I'm like, uh. <laughs> yep. Anyway, uh, it's just, it was just unnecessary, but yeah, the, I guess the idea is that she, she's a kid and he looks at her like a kid, uh, takes care of her, um, but yeah, we find out that's why she has PTSD, is, uh. The fact that she had her village, like, uh, and was, had her village destroyed. Oh, the slave trader mentions, um, uh, that the person who had her before, uh, was not a good person and liked to torture people. Uh, we find right. out that that Lord that, uh, attacked her village and wiped it out, hates demi humans and took a bunch of them back to his place, shoved them in this basement that he had and would torture them. Um, which is why she got sick and... Where her PTSD comes from, right? All right, we're, I'm gonna have to start speeding up through this because as we figure, yeah, yeah. this is gonna <laughs> take forever. So, yeah, I, speed I, I didn't
1: think you were actually gonna do an episode by episode summary. This well, is well we're also
0: <laughs> we're also uh, uh, we're commenting about stuff later as we go, which is kind of what I figured it would happen. Anyway, so uh, he gets Reptalia and starts trying to teach her. Uh, he treats her well, feeds her. Um, she doesn't quite understand why, and uh, apparently they grow, grow closer. Uh, so he goes to loot and unlocks the airstrike shield. I do like how they utilize the airstrike shield a lot in this and in clever mm-hmm. ways. He he doesn't just you know create a shield in midair to like block stuff. He uses it to jump off of. He uses it to like cover holes. Uh, he uses it like as an attack thing where like if you know someone's holding someone, he'll like uh, make it appear between them to like break them mm-hmm. apart. I will give them credit that. A lot of his abilities they do utilize in very unique ways um they're not one they're not single-minded the other three heroes they are and that actually is i think as we were talking earlier really cool and shows how they are dps focused forward
1: yes they they pick the strongest attack they can do and then cast it immediate uh, constantly
0: yeah uh so that is kind of cool and part of that i think goes back to like we i said earlier where you can tell that the shield hero seems to be on purpose the person who's not really a gamer and doesn't game because he thinks of things as if that this is the real world definitely part of the yeah he thinks critically the other three do not uh, mm-hmm. they're like yeah what's my cooldown go 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 just shoot ability one after another um but uh they go to the ore mine in loot and that was an interesting one uh but at the same time she just now asks what she should call the shield hero. They've been together for over a week. <laughs>
1: yeah, and he's just been going. Well, it 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 definitely doesn't come off that strange in the, the light novel. I'm pretty sure it's a restriction of the Yeah. The show being a show.
0: Anyway, uh, so the villagers show up during the middle of the fight and they're like, Shield Hero, you've been doing a great job. We want to help you defend our village. We're going to sit here and help you. And the one monster attacks the big one and he turns to him after he defeats it and says, you should evacuate. And all of them go, yep, okay, that's fine. (laughs) You just said that you're like, we're going to help you, Shield Hero. And apparently immediately they're fine now, just not helping felt a little, uh, little forced. Um, yeah, that happens a lot in this show, I think. Uh, here's another thing that just is stupid. So when we get in episode four, uh, they are at a celebration because they defeat the wave catastrophe. Well, now Fumi just helped defend the village. The other three heroes ignored everything that was happening and all the horrors, and just went and tried to kill the boss of the wave. Once again, it's a video game, according to them. You just go kill the boss. Obviously, all the villagers and stuff aren't just going to die in this giant, massive uh, attack. That's someone else's problem, right? Uh, right? We just go kill the boss. That's our job. Uh, but the spear spear hero challenges him to a duel. I got a lot of problems with this duel. Um, first off, God, that spear hero is an idiot and can't think for himself. Uh, mine just puppets him. All the way up until like episode 21 or 22 or something. I think it's actually 22 uh, where he finally is like, yeah, whatever. Like mine, you're a a liar. I guess I'll somewhat accept it. He he had
1: to be told that and have her actively lie in court with him like
0: on a slave crest to her. And he still wants to believe her. He He doesn't finally actually tell her to in essence shut up. Until the very end of the show. Yeah. Literally during the credits at the end of the show, like the end of twenty five, you finally see him go, eh, meh, and just like not listen to her. Uh, right. In essence, tells her like you need to you need to stay in your lane. Um I forget okay. exactly what he says, but it's in essence you need to stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah. But she cheats. So now Fumi's kicking his spear hero's butt, has him on the ropes. Uh, mine shoots air like a wind attack at him. And we think that no one saw. Um, it's like they declare the spear hero the winner because then he beats Naofumi after that. Uh, right. We find out later that like the other two heroes saw it. They and don't care. Any- yeah, didn't say anything, didn't care. No, they say something eventually. Right. But they just brush it off. Like you literally yeah. just watched the princess who blamed Naofumi for sexual, har- like harassment, or sec- you know, sexual abuse, whatever, or assault. Um, you saw her cheat in a duel against him, right? Proving that she's not the straightest arrow, and you just don't care at this point. Um, yeah, there's literally zero second, le- second level step of yeah. thought here. It's oh no, you actually cheated, like you would a lost, and- spear guy. Yeah, you should you should admit that you would have lost. And that's it. Don't yeah. don't question character. Don't, don't look anywhere don't, past this. Don't push anyone any anywhere. Uh, and then we find out that literally everyone there saw, but the king somehow telepathically or by staring told everyone not to say anything. Okay? Right. There was no reaction to this, like her shooting air and uh, cheating. Like somehow They just immediately knew not to react and to not say anything because the king would be mad. (sighs) Anyway, our character uh, gets all grumpy, edgelordy, and uh, Reftalia in the like one week or week and a half they've known each other uh, is attached and emotionally uh, connected with him enough to get him out of being um, a grumpy puss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he sees her as an adult. Uh, kay, I am so glad that you fell enough for her in a week and a half that she could change your mood that much. Um, way to go. And now he can taste. Cool. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Uh, whatever. So, we go back to the Slave Trader, and this is where uh, he gets the egg that will be Philo. Our yep. permanent lolly in the group. Yeah, yeah. our giant bird. Our, our our lolly kid that you're supposed to think is super cute, and she's a giant bird. I do like Philo, but it is so obvious what she is in this this show. She's the cute thing that people are supposed to... Uh, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be motuasu about yeah oh boy uh but yeah philo's cool love it so yeah he gets the egg uh, it hatches uh we learn it's philo who's a philolial in essence like an ostrich mixed with a llama um yeah it, no it it's just a chocobo it's a chocobo in essence uh that's in essence what it is we also find out later that uh Philo is unique because she is a queen, but she's not a queen. But she's because only there's queen only one queen. Evolved. Yeah. There's only she one queen, changed. but she's a queen. But she's not a queen. Because there's only one queen. But then she becomes the, the queen. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's so
1: stupid. They literally say she's a queen. Yeah, the classification race. And then she becomes the then they meet the, the, the actual queen. T- the titled uh, queen yeah it's who like, makes her a princess
0: is this a basically. is this a translation issue it
1: Probably. must be
0: that they literally call her a queen as we we think it is um like a an evolution of a philo uh philo Uh she's a queen version she's the higher tier um but you later find out that actually what it is is since she's she's not different it's the fact that she is in the hero's party and a hero is leveling her up and taking care of her. That means that she ages, like she levels up faster. And then that's why she's a queen to be like a princess. Mm It's just because a hero is taking care of her. So she's not unique. It's just, she's being fast tracked. Uh, And then we later find the actual titled queen who ah, I have issues with the titled queen too. She was so insistent. That you guys have to work together. Like you heroes have to work together. If you mm-hmm. don't work together, I have to kill all of you so that another set can be summoned. Yeah. But man, did she not have any willpower to actually do that. And that bugged me. She was she was so they tried to make her threatening of like, I will kill all of you if you do not work together. But man it, Did it she was supposed to come off as like uh cold yeah but, but you could it, you could feel the writer going but I can't do it the entire time I could feel the writer saying but I can't do it because she, she sits there and asks him like pleads him what five times <laughs> probably <laughs> it's like yeah you have to do this you have to do this
1: I'm going to well, kill you she, she was probably told by her owner the previous, previous shield, shield hero, hero yeah uh, that if they don't do things, you'll have to kill them. But that also necessitates killing basically his inheritor, which she doesn't want to do.
0: But yeah, it, except she wouldn't have to. But it, it just it kind of undercut the threat that was supposed to be her when you don't. They attempted to show her like carrying through with it by uh, capturing Melty in the prison. By mm-hmm. the way, that's a cool spell. It would be nice if they what, used what, it somewhere else, her wind spell? prison, her wind oh. prison that she puts melty in kind mm-hmm. of a cool thing. Uh, so they attempted to show her like being willing to carry out that. But at the same time, it felt like she wasn't because she's like, okay, I will kill you. Uh, unless Philo can like best me in a battle, mm-hmm. uh, or in essence, touch me like, cause obviously she's, she's not going to beat her. Um, So it didn't quite feel like she was following through with her plan, because if she actually was following through with the plan, why would she do something else? Like, why wouldn't she just be like, okay, shield hero, you have to prove yourself to me, or else, like, prove that you don't need the other three. It just felt very roundabout, and we find out that she's just testing Philo to see if Philo's worthy of being uh, the next Mm -hmm. queen. Um, Which... As we find out, uh, in a world where there's levels and one person is level a thousand, probably like the queen yeah. is so strong, she's probably like a level thousand versus a level forty. Uh, you have to scream hard, and then you can win. <laughs> That's
1: Torin. You're currently watching an anime. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's that's not a trope. That's just a law of anime. <laughs> yes, you have to scream hard, and then you can overcome literally impossible to beat person, um, or just die and come back to life the Goku mm-hmm. way. Uh, so it just felt like poor. Like it is a, a huge thing in anime that you you scream and you have enough willpower, you can overcome anything. Uh, it just felt like in a show like this where they were so clever with how they were using abilities and spells. Uh, that they could have come up with something better. Like, she could have unlocked a better skill. I thought a unique one would be if she actually could upgrade, not at a dragon, uh, not in an hourglass. They could have it be that the the actual upgrade that an hourglass does is more like a cheat, and that it's possible to upgrade outside of that. Mm-hmm. Like, if you unlock, you know, through various trees or whatever. I thought that would have been a more unique way to go about it, where... um. Through training with the queen, like she manages to pick an upgrade path through her action rather than like going to an hourglass and uh, Mm -hmm. doing the upgrade. I thought that would have been a cooler way is that she in essence pushed back, pushed past her level 40 and uh, then beat her. But no, it was, she learned a new skill, which was making a magical version of the physical metal claws she normally wears uh, and then screaming until she broke through the shield. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, so yeah, that queen, turns out that was just a test. uh, And our Philo becomes a princess. But uh... one of the issues I had with this show, and you see it a bit with that, is I feel like all too often in this show, they don't know how to foreshadow. They think they do, but they don't. (laughs) Because as far as foreshadowing goes, the main plot turns out that uh, the king, for some reason, doesn't like the shield hero because he did something to his family. We still haven't learned what it was. I don't remember. They they don't and, say, and I don't think it actually matters. As I
1: matter. as as no, as I recall, it didn't like he like the shield hero was framed, and the king refuses to acknowledge that it was he was framed. Uh, which sounds
0: about right. Fits the current thing. But anyway, so, so he was against the shield hero. Uh, he was being The strings were being pulled in the back by the church. Uh, we don't know why the church also hates the shield hero. They don't bring it up. But all we know is the church uh, doesn't like the shield hero as well. But their big thing was that all these heroes suck. Because they do. They all suck. Yeah. So the church did the right thing. People are going to hate this because they tried to make the church out to be the bad guys. But actually the church is... Literally doing what Fitoria, uh, the queen of the Philos, was going to do. They're like, right. you all suck. We're going to kill you all to save the world. Right. But they're the church, so they're bad. Is there any other reason that they're bad in this other than they literally show them out to be f- like over the top church people? i i want to take a different different
1: stance on this how in the world you're living in a world in which natural the natural disasters of the waves happen every say 100 years yeah and the only solution to these natural disasters progressively getting worse is to summon heroes from another world yes How in the world is there a religion demonifying
0: one of the heroes while deifying the other three? Yeah, it it doesn't entirely make sense. But you want to know a worse thing that you almost got to? And I was going to bring this up at some point. Okay. Though I've said that the church and uh, Fitoria, in essence, had the same idea. You all suck as heroes. We have to kill you so we can no- summon another set. This is a video game. How is summoning another set of level one heroes going to solve your issue? There's already been like two waves. Like it yeah. gets progressively <laughs> harder. So you want to hit worse. the reset button? You really? Really? You want to kill your level 50s and summon four level ones? <laughs> like.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Because they'll level faster. I'm like. Yeah, but they've been here for weeks or months.
0: Yep. Let's also get to how they ignored something and then uh, had to bring it back up in like level 24, I think it was, because they realized they forgot it. At the very beginning, they tell the heroes, because uh, they, uh, now Fumi wanted to party up with him. and they were all kind of like, yeah, sure, that's fine. And they tell them, no, you, can't, you guys can't party up. There's an issue if a bunch of heroes are near each other. So, like, you have to go level up separately. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as world building goes, it makes sense since the idea is supposed to be that there's like, the heroes are helping all the nations. So it makes sense that like they'd spread out and go to different nations and then like come together for the catastrophes. They ignore this the rest of the time. And then they get to the church fight and stuff where all these here the heroes are trying to work together to fight the church. And the entire time it's like, why can't they group up together? Like they're fighting together right now against the church. So what's this bad thing that like happens if all the heroes are together fighting outside of the catastrophe I would guess and then in like level 20 or sorry episode 24 they're like oh yeah they don't earn XP if they're close to each other because they're like they're all leveling and all of a sudden they're not earning XP and then they oh there's another hero there's the other hero so they just don't earn XP if they're close to each other yeah which is why we summon them in different countries yeah why would you wait this long to mention this? Because I don't think they say in episode one why they can't just work together. There's like it's they less do, efficient. They
1: do, they, they do mention that the heroes it's, interfere with each other and don't
0: gain experience. I don't, I don't remember them specifically saying you don't gain experience. I remember them saying that they interfere with each other.
1: Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know if they said you gain zero experience, but yeah, they, they definitely said you can't be in the same party.
0: Yeah. Just straight up say because you can't earn experience if you're... Like within proximity of each other. Oh, but ignore the fact that they see them all very close to each other killing balloons. Just ignore that. Yeah. Yeah. Just just it wasn't a thing. <laughs> no. Like they're literally to they see each other killing balloons. No, don't worry about it. Anyway. Um so yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. But uh back to what I was trying to say earlier. Uh they're really bad at foreshadowing. So they did a little bit of foreshadowing with the, the main plot, but my biggest one of my biggest issues with the show is it goes, "Here's something special, something unique. like here's a nugget about something in this world. Let me immediately reveal what that is, and this happens the entire show. like that's in essence all the foreshadowing they do is uh, I'm trying to think of a good example, um, uh, like her backstory, so they tell you about. Raftalia's backstory uh, where you learn like, oh, she was apparently being uh, like the village got attacked by this, this Lord or something like these knights attacked her village after the catastrophe. Let me immediately have her go meet this other Lord and then go meet the Lord that caused this issue for her and attacked her and kidnapped her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, immediately. Like nothing right. else happens. Here's this cool business nugget. And we're going to immediately do this. And they do this all the time. And it's not even like at the end of an episode, they reveal the info. It's like near the beginning of an episode. It's like, this is what we're going to do today. And then they do it. (sighs) I felt like that's a problem is they just needed more foreshadowing. They needed to give us nuggets of information and then hold on to them for like two, three episodes down the line um, Mm -hmm. and reward us for like noticing it uh, being like, Oh, I see that info that could mean this. And then later reveal it to be true or not. Epis- when they're being attacked by the, the Pope, yeah,
1: it is three episodes long of being attacked by the Pope.
0: It is. Oh, it is. Oh, you want to know what's even stupider about that? I had a, I had a comment about this, the Pope episode where episodes, episodes. <laughs> sorry. Um, I had a comment about that fight. And I, I particularly have a note in here where my comment is, why do I feel like the Pope's going to kill them? When he hit them with his biggest skill first.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It was a surprise attack and it was crazy
0: big. The strongest they, skill he the has. The
1: rest of the fight, they're in the pit that fight, that attack made.
0: Why do I think they're going to lose? Yeah. They he, survived the first one. <laughs> he blocked their biggest attack. That was a surprise. Well, kind of a surprise attack because Philo is awesome. She's apparently the only person who noticed that something was happening. No one who's, I would assume, more inclined about magic, but whatever. Uh, So, yeah, at one point they're like, oh, no, if the light reaches the top of the cathedral, something's going to happen. Guess what happens? He shoots a beam like he does every other time, and then it's immediately (laughs) blocked. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the fact that we tried to build up that something big was going to happen. He just shoots a beam and he immediately blocks it
1: he shoots a beam into the, the, the center and then it mirrors. Well, that attacks. was the
0: second time. Yeah. Because the first time they're like, when the light comes up to the top, something bad's going to happen. And he literally just shoots a, a golden beam at Nifumi and he blocks it and that was it. And then the second time he shoots the one up at the top. Well, the second time is the only one that mattered. Yeah, yeah. The, the,
1: the first one was just him, dis- them, him distracting them. My, my point was, they spent three episodes doing that. If they had just attacked him rather than talking
0: for... And at least one of those episodes,
1: hey, they would have
0: won the fight immediately. Hey, the Pope is fine with standing there, letting them talk. So why wouldn't they? Because, you know, the big bad guy who's trying to kill you is going to just stand because there. he's like, building up his power. No, this wasn't even at that time. That's the funny part. I think this was after the build up, And he's just like, they're sitting there arguing about why they should work together. And he's just standing there. He eventually says something. I literally have a comment that's like, why is the Pope letting him sit here and BS and talk? And then one of my comments after that I wrote was, oh, now he's not, like, okay with stopping them. <laughs> and the other thing is the ability where he shoots up and mirrors himself and is, like, in essence, blasting him with a bunch of archer fire. That's, like, your second strongest skill. Why didn't you do that one right away? <laughs> Put you in the cathedral and just shoot that thing right away. like Right. <sighs> It never felt threatening because Lee literally leads with his strongest ability. And he
1: obviously takes hits from the guys, but like they get pushed back at one point and go back into the bottom of the pit in the low ground. And no, they don't. They teleport back to the pit. They teleport back to the pit willingly
0: and then stop attacking him in favor of arguing again. Well, no, it wasn't willingly. Uh, The animators said so. Because the one right. guy was literally went up and like within melee attacked the Pope. And then the next next scene, they're all standing in the pit. Right. Don't see him retreat. This is like apparently he's just magically in the pit again.
1: This is definitely an animation problem. They wanted to show off the first attack. I don't remember a pit in the Pope fight. Actually, no, I do remember a, a, it wasn't
0: that big of a pit. It was it was so stupid. It was like a team rocket six foot deep pit. Let's also remember. That he does this amazing skill, the mirror thing. Like, they, they apparently can't quite deal with it. Cool. Why didn't he use this sooner? When Especially when he shows he's willing to uh, use his biggest skill first. Um, what stops this wonderful, like, super powerful ability of his? The queen randomly from downtown just, like, freezes him. Oh, so the queen shows up and he's like, this was the big thing. It's like, the queen's going to show up. This is a problem for the bad guys. And the Pope's like, oh, don't worry about it. We've got like the the holiness on our side. Don't worry about it all. So the queen shows up and freezes him. Oh my God, the queen's here. Um, He just breaks out of the ice. Yeah. It's not that bad. Did did, did the queen do anything? No, literally she shows up, like freezes him. He immediately breaks out. And then now Fumi pulls a uh, sacrifice move uh, and then one shots him. One shots him. (laughs) three episodes you said of this fight yeah where they're supposed to feel threatening other than they launched with their strongest ability first and he literally one shots them right (sighs) anyway uh uh there's the same i had the same issue with glass when she first shows up it's like i think it's literally right here i have the part about this okay so at the start of episode 12, so Glass shows up at the end of episode 11. At the start of episode 12, I literally have a comment. Let's remind you that she's a threat. Q showing she is a threat, again, by having the three heroes attack her. And she just deflects the abilities. Mm-hmm. This lady's a threat. Let's remind you at this episode she's a threat. She deflects all their attacks. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, and then also, why is she okay with him using the rage shield? Like... Raftalia just is okay with him using the Raid Shield.
1: Yeah, she, she's not really willing to input her opinion other than, oh, I don't want you to use that shield, but I'm not going to
0: complain if you do. Yeah. Uh, my next comment shows also how stupid this is. Yeah, we just saw an OP skill. Let's see her break out of it to show she's a threat.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll show off the same skill to
0: show how strong she is in comparison. They do this every time. He gets an OP skill to like resolve an issue, especially the waves. Cuz literally so we have the first wave of catastrophe, it just ends. They defeat the um the uh, Nero, I think it is or whatever, the uh, whatever that thing is. It's a chimera. They call it something else. It's like Nero or something like that. Um so that's the boss at the end of wave 1. Every wave after this, it's here's the boss. Now here's the heroes of the other universe that have to you two have to fight. Yeah. And it's always look at this OP skill he earns to kill the mo- the monster and then like watch the anti-heroes uh, literally just shrug off this OP skill. Um, yeah. <laughs> but did you also... But, but also in between those two, the other three heroes
1: complain that Naofumi is overpowered.
0: Yep. Uh, and on top of that, um, I also don't know if you caught this. They love... This is partly how bad the writing is. They love what we just described, which is hey, here's a threat. We don't know how to show them as a threat because why would we, you know, let someone die? You know, one of the best ways to show someone's a threat is actually have them be a threat. Uh, he, when they're going to get that ore and they find out about the seed and all that, the monster in the ore thing was the boss in wave one. It's that Chimera Nero thing. Okay. So it was like, this was the boss at the end of wave one catastrophe. We have to show that he's gotten stronger. Hey, look, he just killed the thing that like the three heroes had to kill in the first wave.
1: Gotcha. Um,
0: they, I they, mean, that's usually what, that's usually video game logic. Yeah. So they, uh, they love this. Like we don't, th- we don't know how to write this properly. So like they are trying to keep the power scale in check, but they're, they're pulling a dragon ball, but they're doing it worse because their way of showing it is Kratos P skill immediately show someone shrug off op skill create op skill immediately show them shrug it they do this over and over and over and over back <laughs> back to the pope fight he creates a prison and then creates two air strike shields or was it three i think it was three okay why wouldn't he always do that uh, <laughs> uh, mana costs maybe it's like he he sits there and like layered up a bunch of defenses, and I don't think we ever see him really do that again. I think once he did, which was the uh, uh, like in the very last fight at the island, like during that catastrophe. I think he does the the prison, and then does like one airstrike shield or something like that. But most of the time, you just see him put his shield up to like block something. It's like if you can multi-layer your airstrike shields, why wouldn't you just do that more often? Maybe it's a... Yeah, like you said, maybe it's a mana thing. Uh, I don't... I don't get it. All right. I do have to um, talk about the elephant in the room that I don't know if you're going to pick up on, but I certainly picked up on, which was... Um, why didn't season one end at episode 22? I don't know.
1: It definitely felt like the end, though I will say the... uh Um, the whole islands arc was a thing in the light novel. It took way
0: longer than it felt rushed. It felt rushed. Um, to me, the island arc feels like it either needs to be a season or the start, like the first arc of a season.
1: Unfortunately they covered pretty much word for word as, as far as I can remember from the yeah. level.
0: <laughs> it was three episodes that, that I don't know. I don't know. I haven't watched the, the, the new season yet. I will. I was waiting until I finished this again. Um, Cause there's like two episodes out. It felt the way it felt was 22 literally was the season ender, but they made it 25 episodes. I literally wrote this feels like the season ender because it is a perfect season ender they literally did a season-ender end to it of like yeah. everything's nice and happy now um and then they were like well no we have to have this this uh, archipelago arc um it's only 3 how- episodes
1: worth how else will we know how, how strong uh, how how they got stronger
0: i don't think it was even that i think what it came down to was this is garbage this arc is garbage it's too short but the end of this arc is literally us being done with the prologue of shield hero. Like now he is a Lord. He has his land. He's starting. Like we think accepting living in this world. Mm -hmm. So we can't put it in season two because it's weird to start. And then like three episodes in now it's like, it feels like a start of a season, but it's weird at the end of season one because it's random and only three episodes. Also, uh,
1: Uh, I've started watching the new season that just came out, and um, they just leave that, leave the Lord Kingdom.
0: Oh, just ignore it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he's gone somewhere else. Now we're in the giant turtle arc. Oh
0: my god, it's it. It almost feels like that's what it came down to. Was they said it doesn't fit anywhere, and they just shoved it at the end of season one (laughs) because they're like, I. (sighs) It had introduced some more of the world building. Like now we understand that uh, our heroes are not heroes. Like there is heroes of another, in essence, parallel universe, it seems like, mm-hmm. uh, and they have to fight each other. We don't know why. I'm hoping that turns out to be that they find out that they don't have to fight each other. Um, we'll find out. Uh, but we, we learn that glass is a hero from this other place. And then he meets La arc and Theresa. I think is her name. I will say the other heroes, like the arc, they tried to get us to like him in those three episodes, and from the moment he showed up, my I was just like, "Hey, something's wrong with this guy." He's, yeah, I think I think every single character other than one, he immediately was like, "Nah, there's no way you could be the shield hero. He's a dick." Yeah, but there's only one character I think they've introduced that is immediately nice and like overly nice that didn't turn out to be a bad person. And that was the noble that uh, uh, Rustia trust trusted. He's like, I think the only character that was just immediately nice and like, Mm -hmm. didn't turn out to be like betray him or something. Maybe yet we'll find out, but no, he actually seems like it's
1: just a minor, minor character. That's not going to show up again. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, he
0: shows up here and there because he's, Helping him with his new kingdom. So he'll probably eventually show up again. Uh, yeah. But otherwise, every other character that immediately shows up and is just overly nice to him turns out to betray him or like be bad. So yeah. immediately, Lark's like, hmm, he thinks the shield hero is horrible. I do feel like there's a bit of a plot hole issue here that hasn't been talked about. How are they in the world? if they're from what appears to be another world,
1: I, it was confusing. Even I don't, you know, I don't actually remember getting this far in the light.
0: (laughs) Okay. Like I, I usually gave up around this point. Uh, but the assumption is that they're from a parallel universe because like they show he sees, uh, like a kingdom being attacked or whatever. And, uh, it's him seen through glass or seeing, he's seeing their world, like also Mm -hmm. fighting the catastrophe. Yeah. Um, so the idea is that they're from, like, a parallel universe or something. But, like, Arc and Theresea are just walking around on the archipelago with them fighting and adventuring. With a... Like, the heroes are there. I'm pretty sure they know those are the three heroes. They don't think he's the shield hero, but, like, they're yeah. treating these guys like the heroes. So I'm assuming you know the other three are the bow sword and, like, spear. Why aren't you attacking them or... Like, yeah, I'm not
1: entirely certain what the the reasoning for just figuring out who these people were that you're gonna
0: eventually try to kill. It uh, it it did feel like that. Well, we want him to have to second guess killing these like bad guys, so we need him to like one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, so we're gonna have him adventure with one and like be, become friends with him, and then like he'll have to debate whether or not he should kill him. It's right. Like, but you're also trying to pull this parallel universe crap. So it, it doesn't make sense. Nope. Uh, it's a lot. But I think what's even more a lot is they kind of try to answer it from the fact that the enemy heroes apparently only want to stop the shield hero. He's the only one that's competent. I don't even know if it's fully that they just seem fully focused on the shield hero. Like it. And even they are like, well, we have to stop you. So it's like I don't know if the issue is that the shield hero is the one that like pulls everyone together and they rally behind and that's why they're like okay we just have to take out the shield hero. Um yeah,
1: I this I couldn't tell you. I, I mean, obviously glass just destroys everybody except the shield hero in the the first that that one wave. Hey, remember but, she's a threat.
0: We have to remind right. you that these people are a threat. She'll yeah. throw their three heroes at them and watch them get annihilated. I mean,
1: you just got to show how incompetent the other three heroes are by giving them all really bad uh, seasickness.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, the show overall, I like it. And part of it's that the world building is overall pretty darn unique and good for isekai. Like mm-hmm. they took the video game idea and they uh, tried to intertwine, intertwine these like parallel universes and this idea that the world's, Rules are not straightforward. They're kind of what you make or what you think it is. They added all this wonderful, unique aspect to the world building. And though the animation is not especially action-wise impressive, it falls into the typical issue of uh, we're going to show you people and people's reactions to combat, but not really show you the actual combat. So lazy action animation. Um Overall, I kind of like it, but man, the writing is so, like, you can look at it and see what they're doing is a lot mm-hmm. of the, the issue. Like, you just look at it and you're like, okay, yep, big guy, bad guy showed up. Cool. Let's watch the three heroes run into him and they're just going to deflect their attacks and now they're just out of the fight. They're standing right there. You know, Glass defeated all of them and now Fumi runs away and she like, moves to the side and tries to attack him as he's running away and she's pissed because she can't attack him. And she just doesn't do anything about all the, uh, you know, enemies that are just laying on the ship deck that you'd think yeah. she'd try to kill or no, she just doesn't care. <sighs> okay. You'd think when you're surrounded by what apparently is the other three heroes just laying on the deck of the ship, uh, you'd think you would kill them. Like, they're your enemies. You're supposed to take out the heroes. It's a lot harder for the shield hero to win if he has no allies. Uh, But no. No. That would be ill-sporting. That would require an actual threat in this show. You'd have to actually think that there was a problem. Like... And they try to do it with, you know, quote-unquote killing two of the heroes, having the church quote-unquote kill them, but I this never... This isn't
1: that level of dark anime in which somebody kills somebody who's downed already. Or just even kills anyone.
0: You're going to get yeah, through it's this. also true. You're going to get nobody through this. Died,
1: nobody's died and nobody seems yeah. to be anywhere close to dying.
0: It's... You don't feel that there is any... It's almost like they want there to be some sort of threat or some sort of like good feeling of something happening but they're not willing to do anything to earn it they just are showing it so I mean most of my enjoyment from this is just the world building and like some of their cleverness with abilities or like very mm-hmm. skills people have uh, and the yeah, character. I really
1: appreciate the like the combo skills yeah. and
0: then immediately Nalphamy
1: <laughs> steals some of it
0: yeah he just immediately knows how to do it he looks at I think it's Philo and just like, oh no, it's Riftalia. He looks at her and like a combo skill appears. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I guess if it follows the rule of, if you think it
1: exists, then. Right. A lot of, a lot of his abilities are just based on whether or not I believe it should work this way, which yeah. tells me he's not being very creative because you could just invent mechanics and then believe that they should work. And then they work.
0: We'll see. Maybe they'll eventually realize that because it is towards the end Like It is during the horrible three last episodes of an arc that I don't think should exist at all to begin with um, that he realizes like, okay, so like the world's rules and mechanics are kind of what you believe. So it does, it gives the writer the ability to do anything, Uh, which means he'll barely touch it probably. And uh, the moment that he does touch something unique and special, he'll uh, have someone just ignore it right after. Yeah.
1: So I think the the idea, obviously the the manga is, or the the anime is designed for the fans of the light novel and the manga. So you already know all of these things because you are following those two things. So you're just getting the visual part of the book you read. That's why they don't have to explain anything. That's why they don't have to. And I feel like that, that comes up a lot in a lot of different animes that we watch especially the isekais that are getting all of their anime adaptations is you're already a fan of this we just want your money more
0: yeah it Buy is the blu-rays it too many of these isekais do feel like they're like it's popcorn it's yeah like you said you already like these things have popcorn don't look at it don't try to think much about it don't Try to find the cracks in it. Just uh, just enjoy a edge lord protagonist for some reason. Uh, uh, pass everything and be strong enough to accomplish anything. Yeah, and have a harem. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about that one of the princesses is in his harem, or you know <laughs> that uh,
1: one of it's them is annoying. a bird. Um, it's more annoying that all three of them are lollies.
0: Well one of them Raftalia, was a lolly Graftelia is still 12 that uh, technically yeah yeah true that uh, she, she's but physically is, grown up but she's still 12. It, does that fall under a lolly or is that i don't know I what don't, that i don't i don't know but yeah she used to be a lolly and now she's uh, at heart a lolly and a kid still uh, yeah
1: because she still believes
0: in like heroes and like storybook tales i do want to make a quick comment though about a couple of the things i liked Uh, But at the same time, thought was stupid. Those fruit that they turn into wine. uh, Cool idea. I I think it's hilarious. (laughs) If that's the case and you drop one of them in like a barrel of water to make wine. So they're that potent. Why would you have a bowl of them on a bar? uh,
1: The light novel talks about that. It's a challenge. Oh, it's a challenge.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you get, you get
1: the like, oh, I can drink forever. And it's like, try one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then they end up on the floor.
0: Then show it in the anime. That
1: would have been great. No, no they, they cut it off. And that's one of my favorite scenes.
0: Yeah, that, that would have been great. I love that. That makes sense then. As it is now, you're just like, why would that be on? Why would that be in a bowl on the bar? If that's what also they
1: the, the scene follows. Now for me, eats an entire bowl. Like in the and light before, novel? In the light novel, before anyone catches him and explains what he did. Yeah, because in the anime, he eats two. Yeah, uh, and then somebody is, like, freaking out over him. No, yeah. he eats an entire bowl.
0: <laughs> yeah, in the anime, he eats two, and then uh, the spear guy eats one, and then he eats one more. So he eats, like, three. Now, it's still, it, it, under the circumstances, apparently impressive that he just can't be a- in- affected by alcohol, I guess. Um, yeah, but that's not
1: really explained. He just has an iron stomach or an iron liver.
0: Yeah, I love it. Uh, it just that seemed really stupid, and that explanation is great that should have been in the anime. Um if you wanted filler, that would have been good filler. Um overall I'd say Shield Hero is one of the better isekai's. But I still think falls into the not super impressive isekai. Uh That's fair. It's not a slime. It's not, you know, something that good. Uh, but it's I would recommend it to someone who really likes fantasy shows like this if i didn't know about it you'd recommend it to me yeah <laughs> it's uh a or, or one of my one of my other friends who's like all about action um which hopefully we get him on one of these podcast uh episodes because i think it would be amusing uh
1: oh man imagine how how much work it would have been to get him through to watch all of this and then also get him on this podcast <laughs> um
0: yeah yeah as soon as i already Personally, I had a hard time getting through twenty-five episodes. Uh, I also
1: had a lot of trouble getting through twenty-five episodes.
0: I finished this morning. I also finished uh, this afternoon. Uh, <laughs> I will not. I will not say how many days I binged it over, uh, but I could count on one hand. So <laughs> it was a, a fast binge. But no, highly recommend Shield. Here are two people who like Isekai or fantasy, uh, but I liked it. I'm going to watch the next season. Uh, yep. and I hope it improves, but from what you've told me, I am not thinking it will, uh, it'll probably be more of the same with that though. Uh, yeah. Keep an eye out people for what we're going to do next. Uh, it should be a little bit more straightforward. This one's yeah, going to be fun to edit because it is one of the longer recording sessions we've had since I think episode one, um, when we didn't know what we were doing. We still don't. We, st- <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, we still don't. <laughs> we still don't know, but uh, we've done better about me not ranting as much. Uh, see last episode to know whether or not that's true. Um, that was a lot of me ranting. But I hope all of you enjoyed this one, though. Like I said, keep an eye out. Also, let us know with the new season what are you watching? Uh, let us know on Twitter, email, anime digression at gmail.com, at anime digression on Twitter. What do you want us to cover? We've had one recommendation come in. We oh, yeah? asked for trash, and they gave us something they said is trash. So we might be covering that. All of you, if you also want to see us freight Stuff Below 5, please send us trash. Uh, or just recommendations <laughs> in general. With that aside, thank you all so much for uh, listening. And until next time, bye. Bye-bye.